You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's talk a little bit of racing. Queensland is your place to race this year. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com. Now, a young lady who has ridden right across the Sunshine State but is now making a big, big name for herself right here in Bris Vegas, Ange Jones. Angela Jones, a very good morning to you. Thanks for coming on the show. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me on. Now, it's up and rocky today, so you've got a, a day off riding, but uh, things have been... You're someone who's ridden all over the state, and I, I look at places like Augustella and Chinchilla, Sangul, Gundawindi... But you're going so well here and you're riding a lot for the, the number one trainer and Tony Gollum. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he's given me a really, really good go since I've moved down to Brisbane and um, I couldn't be more happy with um, how's it, how it's all been going and I think that's a, it's a big um, credit to him, really. Now, the other one we saw, that, and, and this was in the papers... Tony has, has employed Robbie Frad to just work with you a little bit. I mean, Robbie, one of the most experienced jockeys in the world and has recently retired. He's What's he been doing with you, Ange? Um, yeah, so he only just started um, probably last week. So he just, um, he comes to most of the race meetings or the ones here in town. And I, th- I think he really enjoys that because obviously that's the routine he's had for probably the last 40 years and he's, yeah. he's missing it. So he um, he just sort of sits out the front of the jockey's room and he, he does a form before the meeting and we talk about some of the races before we go to the meeting and then probably after each race, a little bit before, and then as soon as we come back, we'll probably look at the replay and just chat what he would have done, if he would have done anything different to me or if you know something happened that I probably couldn't help, wasn't my fault, just unlucky. And I think it just helps just having that someone to say, there was nothing else you could have done. And then, then you can just forget about it. You can go to the next race and mm. just with a, probably a clear, you know, a fresh headspace and you can sort of just forget all about that. When some things I think you hold on to a little bit and you think maybe you could have done something. But I think it's probably, it's probably just good for making you let go, start again. There's nothing you can do. And you go out to that next race with a fresh headspace and... I think he's yeah probably just the reassurance and gives you a little bit of confidence. Um, he also does a lot on the mechanical horse. Um, just helps you a lot with your style, and that obviously he's only just started. But I think I think it's going to be a big help. So talk us through that mechanical horse. Is that uh, practicing uh, changing hands with the whip? Is that the main thing with that? Yeah, that and um, I think it's good fitness as well because obviously you can't really get at them too much in the trials. Um, but it, it helps. I think you can try different things um, at home and you've got to sort of be able to do it on the horse and then do it so regularly enough that it just becomes muscle memory because I think when you're doing things out there, you don't really have the time to actually think about it. It's just got to all just come like that. Right. Um, I think that's where the horse comes into it. When you can sort of nail it there, then you can go out and you can do things without really thinking about them too much. 
Okay, that's it is fascinating. Yeah. The, this whole training regime. But now you grew up in Charters Towers, and is it true that you had to tell just a, a couple of small fibs to your parents about your ambitions? Yeah, probably. Um, they were sort of always keen on um, me going to uni, and I think um, they thought I, I would always want to come back to uni. I might have other ideas, but they thought it would probably be better if I just went to uni first. And um, I had an older sister who she got into track work a little bit, did that for about six months in school, and then she finished school and decided probably the smart thing was to go to uni and go to vet. And um, I was very similar to her, so they thought, you know, I had these ideas the same as her, but I would take the smarter option. But I, I was I was pretty set on it, actually. Um, <laughs> And then I knew Dad was obviously from a, a property, so he wanted us girls to get involved with um, agriculture. So when the um, opportunity came for me to um, go help on this property and they had a couple um, racehorses, I, I didn't really mention the racehorse side of it. I sort of just said, you know, they, they've got a couple hundred head of cattle and it was sort of like a nannying job almost. <laughs> um, but all I saw was the... the um, six, seven racehorses they had in the back paddock. So um, that's how I sort of eased into it until I turned 18. And then I said, well, this is what I really wanted to do. And that's when I moved to Toowoomba. Oh, so you fell in love with it, which is great. What, talk us through your normal morning. Did you ride track work this morning? Yeah, yeah. So I ride track work um, every morning. Um, probably just do around nine for Tony. Um, that's good. I think it, it keeps you fit. Um, we don't really have a time to stop in between from when you do the first to the last. You, you don't stop, and I think that's really good fitness-wise. It probably takes a couple of weeks to get used to, and then, then you, once you're used to it, I, I enjoy it. Um, I like the track work. I think you do probably get a, only a little bit sick of it maybe towards the end of the week when there's a couple more race meetings. Mm. But, um, no, I like it. I stay busy, and... It's it's good being here in Brisbane where you're a little more central to all the race meetings. I found um, when I was in Toowoomba doing the sort of the provincial circuit, it was it was travelling all the time. But here everything's just a little bit closer, and then you have those two meetings a week that are right on your doorstep. You don't feel like you're always travelling, and so I, I'm enjoying the lifestyle here. All right, that's fantastic. You're only young. You're only 21. You've got so much ahead of you, and of course you've got this National Apprentice Race Series and you're going to get a chance to ride in Melbourne at Sandown. So this is dream come true stuff for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's very excited, and um, I'm honoured to have been chosen to represent the state, and um, Victoria's probably somewhere I've always wanted to ride, and it would be a little um, thing I can check off the bucket list. So I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. We'll be cheering. Angela Jones, thanks for joining us today. It's a, it's a wonderful story coming from... Uh, Charters Towers are now starting to dominate in the city. We, we, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you.